Hi, I'm Beck Rayner and this is the Military Wife Life Podcast, a podcast that celebrates, empowers, supports and embraces the women behind the military men by building connections, acknowledging our strength, focusing on self-care and our mental health. Let's do this together. Welcome to the podcast, Jenny. Thanks so much for coming on. In the defence space, there are various areas of support and one of them offered through schools is the Defence School Mentor Program. You're a Defence School Mentor and have been for eight years. Can you tell us uh, what a Defence School Mentor is exactly and their role within the school setting? Well, the role of the Defence School Mentor Program is to provide support for all defence kids within a school. And it's really about helping the children with settling into a new environment and just monitoring their social and emotional well-being. So not every school has a DSM. Why um, do some schools have them and some don't? It really depends on the defence population of each school. So each school has to apply for funding to have a defence school mentor and they need to have a certain amount of children to be able to meet these funding requirements. And so if a military parent was trying to choose between a school with a DSM and one without, what would you say would be the main benefits of going for a school with a DSM? So the main benefits would be that the DSM would be looking out for your child, especially when your child's moving into that new environment, looking out for friendship groups, looking out for their emotional well-being, especially too if you have a defence partner who is away a lot. The main role of the defence mentor is to just provide that extra support even in times of deployment and if the military partner is away for anything in particular. And on the flip side they also help educate the rest of the school community about the challenges faced by kids that have a parent in defence. That's right so not everyone in a school setting is aware of what a military life entails so the DSM's job is to also network with the school community and just to provide teachers with information about the students and about what defence life is like and what those students may be going through on a day-to-day basis. And does that then help the individual kids teachers better deal with what emotional ups and downs they might go through dependent on whether their parent is away. Yeah and I think each child handles deployment and separation differently and it gives the teachers a better insight into what might be going on for that individual family. So uh, we basically just provide that extra information. We're kind of that link between home and school and we can just give teachers extra information. And so when a military family has a child starting at school what sort of support is offered to them through the DSM. When a new child starts at a school, a DSM would introduce the child to the school setting, usually by having a school tour, showing the child around the school, matching up that child with a buddy perhaps, and that, so they've got a little friend that can show them around as well. And just all those little things that when you start at a new school that you might not quite be sure about, for example, things like going to the uniform shop, what time things are open, all those little things, just helping them set up routines and establish routines as well. What day is their library day? What day do they have? sport what day they might have another particular different teacher or something like that so helping them establish those new routines as well when they first get started and what would you say to parents new to the school setting in regard to making contact with the DSM should they be doing that from day one of school or should they let their child settle in or how does it sort of work I think it's really important for the parents to contact the school first and approach the DSM it's important because we're actually we're not really mind readers so when a new defense family starts in some occasions we might not know that they're 
they're a defence family. So it really helps that if they've made that initial contact first, we're then able to set up some new routines for their child. Like I mentioned before, having a school tour, showing them around, being able to chat with their teacher too before they start and giving the teacher a little bit of extra background information and just helping that child to feel settled. Usually when I have a new family start at the school, I'd like to send them a little card just to welcome them to the school and if we can in advance let them know who their teacher will be and little things like that. So what sort of support or help is offered before families arrive in a new posting location? Usually once the families have made contact with me I'll email them back and just ask them if they need any assistance or any help in terms of any information about the new area. Sometimes families will have questions about what kind of after school activities are available, even simple things like doctors, hairdressers, all those kind of things when you're moving to a new location that you're not quite sure about. So we're here to answer any questions like that as well. So it's not just from an education perspective, but also from a community perspective as well. They might have questions about what's available in their in the new local community. And is it a good idea that defence kids buddy up with other defence kids does that make it easier for them? I think sometimes that it's great to buddy them up with another defence kid especially to defence kids usually in general they're fairly resilient and especially for the defence kids at my school it's nice to create a defence community and for them to know that they're in the same boat as other kids and other kids are experiencing the same things that they are experiencing. From your experience what have parents done in the past to help their children have a smooth transition to a new school or starting school? I think it's all about communication with them, setting them up, talking about the new school that they're going to. I have a lot of parents, if they can, they will try and book in to have a school tour. And I think that's always good because the child can come and have a little look around the school. It means that on their very first day, they're already familiar with the surrounds of the school. It's not their first time that they have been at the school. So in terms of that, if they can organise a school tour, that would be one of the things I'd recommend. Have you heard about our Lots of Love Care Packages? An anonymous and free box of self-care goodies that can totally make a military spouse's day. It's a way for friends and family to send an acknowledgement in the mail to a military spouse to let them know they're awesome and the Military Wife Life community has their back. Pop over to the Military Wife Life website after you finish listening to this episode, of course, and sign someone up for the Lots of Love box. What advice would you have for parents that are starting out of the posting cycle, so maybe mid-year or at um, second term? Ideally, in a perfect world, it would be nice for a child to start a new school at the beginning of the year or at the beginning of a school term, but we know that that's not always going to be the case. So my recommendation would be just to make sure that you're organised, so you have a school uniform ready before the child gets to the school, you've made contact with the school and you've set things up in place for the child to start on their first day, and that you're talking to your child about what's going to be happening and and what school they're going to even if you're in a different posting location just looking the school up having a look for the school website having a look online what the uniform looks like what the school offers have a read through most school websites will have a little blurb about what's happening at the school and what's on offer I also recommend to have a read of some of the most recent newsletters because they usually will tell you about what's going on at the school and so support is offered to all defense kids but what extra support is 
is there for those defence kids with a parent away or deployed? Usually the DSM, if there's a parent deployed, will try and keep up contact with that deployed parent with the child. So, for example, if I have a child and their parents are deployed, we'll usually try and email the deployed parent once a week. Might also include some little craft activities or setting up to some things to send and just keeping those lines of communication open. Also, just providing the kids with some skills that they might need to build their resilience in that time as well. What have you found are the main difficulties defence kids face when they have a parent deployed? Is it Do they go through anxiety? Is it not knowing where their parent is? What are some of the main concerns that seem to crop up with defence kids? I think anxiety is a big one and also sometimes the kids are, are worried about their parents' safety. That also tends to pop up a little bit as well. But yeah, definitely they might start showing signs of anxiety. So how the parent deals with that would be dependent on their age and the severity would that be something that you would touch on it's definitely something that the dsm could help with and a lot of dsms will engage in resilience activities with the children which can be really helpful i know some families have set up some good little routines and i know that um, just in order to prepare them for deployment and just for the length of the deployment for example some families might before the defense partner goes away they might set up a little jar for example with jelly beans and they'll count out how many days the defence member's going to be away. It might be 160. They'll fill the jar with 160 jelly beans. Each day they'll take one out. And just hands-on things like that so the child just has an awareness of the length of time. Is it okay for parents to communicate with the DSM in regards to what's going on at home? Is that advised? How how should they do that? Is it email or do they make an appointment? How do they make initial contact with the DSM if they feel like there's something extra they need to let you know about? Sure. I think it would probably depend personally on each DSM but for me most of my parents will contact me by calling the school or they'll send me an email and it's really important to keep those lines of contact open because especially in times of deployment or for an upcoming move because that can really cause anxiety for some children and it's just really good to know for the DSM to know what's going on at home and also for the classroom teacher they're the ones that have the child every day and it's good to know if anything else is going on at home. And when there is extra stuff going on at home and maybe the support that you offer needs to be extended to another service. Are there other support services that the DSM can connect parents with in regard to helping their children? There certainly is and one of the main lines of support that we would suggest is uh, the Defence Family Hotline and depending on the location as well those different services will be different in different locations so each DSM would probably have a list and the hotline as well so it'd be great to make contact with your DSM if you're needing some other services. What have you found are the main difficulties defence kids face when they post into a school? Probably the main one is making friends, yeah, and feeling like just that sense of belonging. It can be hard, especially for majority of defence kids, they might move a couple of times in their primary school life. So generally the making friends, I think, is the big one. And what sort of support would you suggest a parent access if their child is at a school that doesn't have a DSM? If they're at a school that doesn't have a DSM, I would definitely recommend that they contact the um, Defence Community Organisation and ring their helpline. DCO will have lots of information and lots of services that they'll be able to access. And is there anything else that you think would be good for parents to know about DSMs and moving to a new school or starting at school? Just that they're familiar with the service and that when they're looking for a school that if there's going to be a big deployment coming up or that's something that they might like to think about is selecting a school that maybe does have a DSM and what other services available in their local area. Thanks for coming
coming on the podcast, Jenny. I hope this has let people know a little bit more about what DSMs do and hopefully they keep that in mind when they're starting at a school or transitioning to school. So thanks for coming on. Thanks for having me. I so hope you were able to relate or take something away from today's episode. There are definite ups and downs to military life, but let's get the conversation happening so we can see that we are all in this together. We are all just doing our best. So until next week, you got this. Let's do this together one day at a time. Thank you so much for tuning in. If this episode has touched you, helped you, or given you that extra confidence to keep going, to continue to hold down the home front, to continue to do all the things, I would so appreciate it if you could pop into Apple Podcasts and subscribe to the podcast and leave a review, a comment about what you would like to hear more of, or just some encouraging words. If you want to suggest a guest, I am always looking for new people to talk to. You can do that by jumping over to the website www.militarywifelife.com.au and clicking on our podcast page. I would love to hear from you. 